When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, now that we got that out the way, let's get to the Nittai Gritai over here. I'm being serious, man. <laughs> I can tell. No. Yeah, come on now. Uh, let's see what we got here. You know, if you've been following us for a while, not only here on Double Toasted, but if you've been following us, uh, like on the last thing that we did, you've been following us throughout the years, if you know anything about me, you know, if you're a real toasty, if you're a real fan, if you're a real friend, then you know that I absolutely love the movie Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Mr. Pilgrim! I'm Ramona's first evil ex-boyfriend. What? Wait, we're fighting over Ramona? Didn't you get my email explaining the situation? I skimmed it. Mm-mm. Oh, people, this is one of the best comic book slash video game movies that no one saw. <laughs> I remember being so excited about this, and I thought, it's Edgar Wright. He's on a roll. Uh, I was at Comic-Con when they premiered the trailer. People lost their damn minds over this, and I said, this is going to be a hit. Yeah, it hit rock bottom when it came out, man. It didn't even premiere in the top five, barely yeah, the top it was, ten. It premiered at number eight. Number eight. Uh, <laughs> has since gone on to be... A cult classic. You know, it's enjoying it's enjoy cult status right now. Did you like this movie? It's in my top five of favorite movies. It's probably number five. Top five of favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Damn, All what time. about you? I love it. Yeah, I think it's a wonderful piece of work. I think it's probably, it's one of my favorite Edgar Wright movies. It's hard to top Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. But, but this movie is so excellent. And it shows you how you can really have a lot of style and still bring a little substance yeah, it's, it's you know, for a movie that's based on a comic book that's not a superhero comic. A manga. A manga, if you will. Well, mm-hmm. uh, no, not, not really. really. No, okay, not, not really. really. Not really. Look at him. Boy, he thought he knew something. <laughs> I thought I had something. Uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> Let me drop some deep shit on you. Manga. And I went for it for that front. Like, yeah. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Isn't, no. it, isn't it like done backwards and shit? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. It just looks like one. No, you're no, done I mean, backwards. It, you know, it, the creator, Ryan Lee O'Malley, is is Asian, but it's not it's not backwards like a manga. Okay, he yeah. just did it in that style. Okay, yeah, fuck me, I'm wrong. Sorry. <laughs> Boy, stop! Everybody, hold on. Look, hey, look, look down the floor because I just dropped some good shit. <laughs> hey, you almost bought it too. You almost had me. I'm like, yeah, no, wait a minute. <laughs> That's what happens when you say some bullshit with confidence. <laughs> There's a good lesson for y'all. Hey, you might be full of shit, but say it with confidence. <laughs> sure. As long as you don't get busted, everything is cool. <laughs> Which you yeah, busted it, It's in black and white, though, right? It is. Yeah. Which it is. is a traditional it's, thing in it's, manga. It's, 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 it's done a, it like in a mock manga style yeah. in a way. But no, it's not a manga. But it is still 
It is still a, a, a comic book and not really a superhero comic book, even though the characters do superhero things in there. Also, it's not technically a video game movie because it's not based on any video game out there. They made some later based on this, as you know, but uh, it has so much of the video game aesthetic in it mm. that I counted as that. Sure. It's, it's great, man. And it broke my heart that no one saw this. But we're living in an age of second chances, man, thanks to streaming. Because now, stories like Scott Pilgrim's story right here does not have to be confined to just a movie anymore. And thankfully, and thanks to streaming out there, uh, things such as this movie right here, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, even though it's a great film and did not have a huge audience before, it can now find a second chance act success by rebooting itself. Which so many things have done and are doing. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, you think about the the movie The Watchmen, which was like, yeah, it didn't do that well and people weren't into it. Mm -hmm. But then taking it as a miniseries, like, oh, man, it's some of the greatest television I've ever seen. Man, excellent mm -hmm. example right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, some things don't always work, but a lot of them do, as you just mentioned right yeah, there. Yeah, you know, if you had a great idea, but the execution wasn't so great or, hey, maybe you had a great execution, but people didn't just come see it. Streaming can take care of that. That is true, man. That is very true, which is why I'm grateful for streaming. But as I said, you know, it doesn't always work for everything. So can Scott Pilgrim get a second chance? Boy, Scott Pilgrim versus the world and it lost. <laughs> Before. But hey, maybe this time Scott Pilgrim will win. And what some would say is in the format that it always belonged in. And that is animation. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer brought to you by Netflix which is where you'll see the show. And uh, we'll come back to let you know, at least Julian and I right here, and to a certain extent, Martin Thomas, we'll let you know if streaming was in fact the good choice for finding success again. The girl of my dreams? Time to wait. She put that ass all in his she face, sure too. Did you yeah. see that? I'm like, damn, she playing yeah, she with him. She bent her knees a little bit, make sure it was right there by his nose. Yeah, look at boy. Take <laughs> Yeah, you in love now, ain't you? <laughs> it's time to wake up, dude. I had a dream about that girl again. I didn't care the first time you told me. I care even less now. In Toronto, Canada, not too long ago, Hey, want to go out sometime? You want to go on a date with me? Ramona Flowers has seven evil exes, all of whom you must defeat in order to date her. What? This 
<laughs> love this. Okay, so uh, just to let you know, uh, I saw the whole thing. You saw the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Martin saw one episode. I saw the first episode, and we're going to get into we're going to get into why that's probably a good thing in a little bit. Uh, usually, we prefer for everybody to watch everything so everybody can get a well-rounded review. But I like that you only saw one episode, and I tell you why. First of all, uh, the movie uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. It was great because first of all, it was simple. It had a lot of style. Had a lot of uh, had, you know, had a lot of heart. Just in its execution alone, you know, had a lot of heart. You know, so creative. But it was not a crazy story. It was a crazy story. It was a crazy story. But there was a, there was still a simplicity in its craziness mm -hmm. because underneath all that insanity, underneath all that style, uh, it was just about this guy Scott Pilgrim, played by Michael Sarah, who uh, wants to date the girl of his dreams, Ramona Flowers. Uh, simple enough, except that he has to defeat her seven exes in a, about, what, seven boss battles? <laughs> like you having a video game? Uh, so the show kind of has the same premise with the same cast as you saw if you were watching the trailer right here. Most of the cast that did the, the live action movie has returned. Michael Sarah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Ramona Flowers, uh, Audrey Plaza, Kieran Culkin as the, the roommate Wallace Wells, and the ex-boyfriends. Uh, and one girlfriend have all come back to play themselves. You can see all these names and whatnot. If you've seen the movie, you know the names. I'm not going to spend all day saying uh, who they are. But, uh, you know, even though it has some of the same elements, the, the premise, some of the same actors, this goes off in its own direction. Now, a lot of people see that title. See that title, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, and they're thinking, like, takes off for success. All right, he finally made it. <laughs> no, he literally takes off. Like he leaves the show. <laughs> this is like this, you know, uh, in the second episode, which you did not see, he dies. Oh, <laughs> he dies and his life is and his life is cheap, too, because he dies and he just leaves about seven cents right there. A nickel and two pennies. OK, okay. That, that happens at the end of the first. Episode. OK, OK. Well, damn. The first episode, he dies. Or we'll need to believe that. Uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, he ain't dead. And, but, and he dropped know. a toonie, which is a $2 coin. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, still, his life is worth $2. Yeah, it's $2 <laughs> yeah. and like 75 cents or something. Now, is he is he right about that? Yes. There's okay. A <laughs> there, there's a loony and a toonie. That's what they call them, dollar coins and $2 uh, coins. Okay. Yeah, I don't know Toronto stuff. He, okay, but you're okay. Trust him. Go. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're the comic book guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Canadian guy, Larry. <laughs> okay. I'm not Canadian. I feel I got to fact check you now. <laughs> <laughs> But I tell you, you see in the first episode, uh, you know, uh, if you watch it to the end, you're probably taken off guard by that because that's not what happens in the movie. And a lot of people thought that going into the show that this would this was going to be just a remake of the movie. Uh, watching the first episode, that's what I thought. And you know what? See, that's why I'm, I'm glad you saw the first episode because, you know, that's the, 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 the that's a good thing that Scott Pilgrim is not here. Okay. It's not so good because I didn't think he was actually dead. I just thought, okay, they're doing a little fake fake cliffhanger. He comes back in the second one. I spent that first episode watching it pumped up and then going, well, this is really showcasing what a great job Edgar Wright did. Um, there's nothing bad about this, but it's everything I've seen already. And so I didn't move on to the second one. I was like, I got a lot of stuff I got to watch. I'm, I'm pushing this to the back of the queue. 
It wasn't until Julian, right before the show, filled me in on the other stuff. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, this is not a rehash of the uh, of the movie. And somebody even asked me, they said, should I watch this? Because if I've seen the movie, I mean, unless I'm just a big animation fan, I don't know what the mm -hmm. reason for me is to watch the to watch the the show. And uh, I, I liked it that first episode. And it makes sure it's just the first episode because it messes with the audience because uh, it plays out like the movie at first, like you yeah. like you're saying. Uh, and it's a fun little novelty, man, that they're doing, you know, they because they recreate the they, they go down to like even recreating the same locations. Yeah. You, we were talking about. Yeah. That. yeah, yeah. I, I, I was pleasantly surprised that it deviated from the movie because at first watching, I was like, this is exactly what I thought this was going to be. Like, I didn't even I wasn't planning on watching because a lot of people know I'm not very into anime, but. Mm -hmm. I was pleasantly surprised that it shifted from the focus and, well, and made it a different story. Well, that's the thing with this. You know, when you, they recreate the same locations, you know, it's cool here. It's a novelty hearing the same cast recreate the same voices. It's kind of cool to hear how they change the voices. Uh, and they change the dialogue here and there a little it, yeah, bit. They, no, they do. They change some dialogue here and there. I mean, again, in the first episode, nothing that's way too different from the first. I mean, it really is just kind of retreading the story of this guy who's like falling for this girl and trying to figure out how to date her despite all these obstacles that he has to get through. So, do you know this one girl with hair like this? Ramona Flowers. Ramona. She's from New York City. The Big Apple. She moved here after a bad breakup. She's single? Got a job delivering DVDs for Netflix. DVDs for Netflix. I'm like her only friend in town. She needs friends. I forbid you from dating her, Scott Pilgrim. Cool, thanks, Julie, bye. Okay, so everything's a little more anime. You know, everything's a little more exaggerated because it's an animated world. Cool, you know, but I, I was even I was watching this and as big a fan as I am of animation and I love seeing these characters in animated form, I thought, you know what, it's never bad. The animation is great, playful, and I'm interested to see where this is going. The But there's this feeling of, how the hell are you gonna do this in eight episodes? <laughs> you know, judging by from the first. I, I've seen the movie and in the movie, there's barely three episodes mm -hmm. that you can get from that. So I'm just thinking like, you know, uh, what is this gonna be? Like 30 minutes episodes of Scott beating the shit out the, the these, these ex-boyfriends and his girlfriend and whatnot. Uh, but here's the thing. The movies, okay, so the show in the movie, Scott Pilgrim's name is Biggest, biggest fuck right there, man. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like he's the main. He is, listen, if that that tells you nothing else, he's the main character. Scott Pilgrim, yeah, like, takes yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> so how the hell are you gonna remove your main character, whose name is the the, the main highlight right there, and still have a show? Uh, I'm gonna tell you, man. It's it really is cool that they took him out. It doesn't work for everything, but. The reason why I say that is because if you leave him in there, then you are kind of getting the same thing. Mm -hmm. You're getting the same. You're getting the same movie except stretched out. And nobody need that movie stretched out as much mm -hmm. as I love it. You stretch this shit. Out, <laughs> you know, I love Scott Pilgrim, but I don't need to watch it for four hours. Right. <laughs> right. Stretched out with Netflix references yeah. just shoved in there. Hell yeah! I mean, this movie's not even two hours long, and it's perfect where it is, man. I love Scott Pilgrim, but you need to go home, man. You need to stay here for <laughs> four hours. <laughs> but. Uh, with with Scott out the way, the show has a chance to actually center on the villains now. And, you know, because the, the villains were, as much as we might like the movie, the villains were the sh they were shallow characters. They yeah. were there just to get beat up. They were funny. They had their own personalities, but they weren't anything too deep. 
Um, yeah, they were really just in and out and then they're gone. Yeah, they, they'd get their ass beaten, you know, and that was, <laughs> that was that. But, you know, with these characters returning, especially the villains, the villains, uh, they have a chance to make these villains real characters now. Uh, in fact, they have their own Legion of Doom, the Legion of Exes. Mm -hmm. And even that could be a gimmick that would like wear thin after a while. But the show does more than to make them bigger villains. What the show is doing is that it's a, uh, Listen, for from a show as and I mean this in the most complimentary way, for a show that is as ridiculous and silly and as absurd as this, and it is, it is, it goes in real crazy places, man. I feel silly saying this myself, but it really does a good job at exploring their relationships. These exes exploring their relationships with Ramona, mm -hmm. and you know because these characters, they're not making them villains anymore. They're making them people who we misunderstood at first, and yeah, they were kind of assholes. Yeah. But then it's like it gives them closure because what it's doing is it's telling us that, you know what? Because these characters are like, listen, what you did not see in the movie, you didn't get the whole story, man. Yeah, yeah. What they didn't tell you in the in the movie is like, listen, this bitch ghosted us. <laughs> and not only did she do that, but at, more often than not, ghosted us and made out with the next guy right in front of us yeah. to rub that shit in our faces, man. Of course we're mad. Of course we want to beat your ass, you know? <laughs> why, why wouldn't we be? Really, when you look at it, the, the show turns it around to where Ramona's the villain. <laughs> I mean, she's, listen, they don't play it up that way, but she's like, she's the she's the catalyst for everything that's going on here. I, I, I got to say, I kind of got that from the movie as well. Yeah, except there's more. Yeah. I yeah, mean, they expand on it a lot in here. Yeah, and what that comes down to is, look, they're not doing anything where they're making her a cartoon villain now, even though this is a cartoon. Underneath all of this, man, oh, by the way, it's also a mystery where when uh, Scott Pilgrim disappears, Ramona doesn't give up on trying to find out what happened to him. You know, there's clues laid all about, so it comes, becomes this kind of procedural, too. But underneath it all, it really becomes this reflection on emotional maturity and growth. Mm -hmm. It's crazy that I'm saying this. It's wild, man, but it's a, it's, it's a deep reflection on emotional maturity and growth and how relationships are a reflection of ourselves. You know, how relationships with the heartbreak and moving on to the next thing, how it makes us grow. Mm -hmm. It's, I know it sounds like I'm making, some people are like, man, you just reaching now. Yeah, man, this, no, this, is, this is about Scott, Scott Pilgrim beating the shit out of people. No, no, it really is that deep. No, there was a surprising amount of depth I was not expecting them to explore with these characters. That it, I mean, they have those sides of like, you know, showing them eating cartoonishly sized food and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But then you still see them being a well-rounded character and having their low moments that are that are earned. Yeah, it. No, it's it's. I was I was really impressed where I was like, because I watched this and I was like, damn. These cartoons are deep right here. I was like, really, every episode deals with, uh, instead of a fight, every episode deal, deals with a uh, a different boyfriend, you know, coming to terms yeah. with uh, how they, how Ramona made them feel and coming into terms with trying to be a better person mm -hmm. outside of that. And I, I thought that was really cool. Gave the voice actors more to do this time. Yeah. You know, it's uh, where they had less to do as live action characters. Um, Which is cool because I love Chris Evans' characters, uh, Lucas Lee. I, I always loved him in the movie, and I was so happy that he got a chance to shine in this. He was my favorite part. Luke, far. yeah, Luke, uh, Chris Evans' character. Yeah, he's so he was the one who got me to laugh first watching this show. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he plays uh, in the in you know he plays like a Hollywood bad boy in the movie, but here he just plays a big lunkhead, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and everybody gets a chance to kind of exaggerate their character now. They have a different spin on the voices, uh, like Brandon. Uh, 
Brendan Roos character, who was the, the, the vegan, uh, he's really playing the voice up like more gruff now than he was before. Uh-huh. Uh, the vegan character, like it has a total arc where he like, you know, you know, fuck these vegetables. Man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and sticking to the whole Canadian thing, you see him eating like in a KFC style bucket, just eating poutine. <laughs> like That's right. He is eating poutine. Yeah. I yeah, didn't even they, think about that. Yeah, they didn't even point it out. There's a lot of Canadian stuff like that. I sent you a picture of uh, Honest Ed's, which was a former institution in Toronto. And they walk by it, and there's a different name on it. But uh, Honest Ed's shows up in there, which used to exist in Toronto. It was like just one of those stores, discounted, just had anything, you know, from like food to like tables to whatever. Where'd you send that to? I, I emailed it to okay, you. Okay, don't say my address if it's what I think it is, but... Uh, I think I just sent it to your regular email. Yeah, I think I was looking for it. Honest- just look up Honest Ed's on Google. It'll pop up. Oh, there's old Honest Ed right there. Look at that. Look at that. It's a cool looking building. Tiny Honest Ed right there. That's what- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Apparently, that's the, uh, that's, the honest, that's the Honest Ed you put in your envelope when you mail off a, a letter. I tried last second just to send you a picture. I didn't know it would look like that. I mean, it looked like they shut down because nobody could fit inside the door. <laughs> I think that's Honest Ed. Just zoom in on it. Yeah, it says, I think it says Honest Ed. <laughs> but I think they call it like Honest X's or something like uh, that when he walks by it. Nice. Nice, man. And that was an example of when they used uh, some 3D animation, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Damn, that was... <laughs> that was funny, boy. <laughs> you sent me that poster stamp right there. <laughs> it does, it, I can hardly see it, but it does say honest ass. You're honest about that. Just zoom in. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> Made it look like I'm sending pictures for ants. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just so small. It's like if you zoom in, it's going to be so pixelated. It'll look like it's 8-bit. It will be. It'll be like Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so it'll be perfect, man. Oh. Wait, wait, can you zoom in? Is that even possible? I can. I can. Let me see. Let me see if I can zoom in. Oh. Because I was looking and mm. said it was a high-def picture. Thanks. No, Google. I'm zooming in. Let me see here. I'm zooming in right now. Oh. Uh, or you can just Google Honest Ed's and it'll pop up and find a bunch of pictures. Uh, Not to derail. No, this I'm looking thing. in right now. No, I got it. I got it. It's, it's uh, actually it's clear now. It says good a good meal over at Factor. Uh, <laughs> wow, you're welcome. You're so welcome. I see God. that. <laughs> I see that clearly right there. Uh, wow, <laughs> you know you you can get an honest good meal over at Factor. Oh, people. <laughs> factor, people. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. And you know what? They got you for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals, and they're delivered straight to your door. Now, this is for the busy people out there. This is for the people who, you know, we've told y'all about certain things you can do to cook meals and whatnot and stay healthy and whatnot. But this is for the people who, like, kind of like me, you just want to stick it in the microwave and just warm it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, just have some meals ready to go. But you still want to be healthy with it. And that's where Factor comes in. And here's the thing. The service here. They'll have all these this this food delivered to your door, but it's not frozen. I don't think they're like like sending you, you know, like uh, you know, some TV dinner or something like that. They ain't, they ain't doing that. They ain't doing that. No, you'll save time. You'll eat well. You'll stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. But you'll be able to do it quickly. And why? Well, that's because Factor. If you have Factor, not only do you skip 
the trip to the grocery store and you don't have to do all the chopping and mixing and prepping and all that kind of stuff. You don't do that, man. They'll send you these frozen, these never frozen meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat up and yum, yum, yum. Enjoy. And as I keep stressing, these are healthy meals, by the way. You can choose from 35 plus weekly flavor packed delivered meals delivered straight to your door. Got gourmet options out there. You know, you can enjoy premium ingredients like broccoli, leeks, truffle butter, asparagus. Mm. I told you, healthy. Look at all that green up in there, man. Sounds so look, good. Look at all that green up in there. Look at all that. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I see it, guys. Look, look at it. I'm look looking. It. Actually, it's pretty small. Can you zoom in? <laughs> yes, yes, I can. Look at all that flavor right there. Uh, also, you know, you have an assortment of 45 different plus add-ons for your preference and different taste out there. Like I said, they got breakfast items. Like, check this out. Apple cinnamon pancakes. What? Uh, bacon and cheddar egg bites. I know, you, I know you love that. Is that kosher? Can you have it? <laughs> it's not, but I will. But you will. Look at that. You'll take it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, they have uh, uh, cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. Again, you can get all this with no hassle. It is delivered to your door, not frozen, ready in two minutes, no prep, no mess, no cooking, no nothing, just popping in and get ready to go for your busy lifestyle out there. And listen, <laughs> listen, listen, now listen. <laughs> no, listen to me now. Listen, because some of y'all already, you, you, just from what I told you, you're ready to hop on this right here. So you, you, your mouth is watering right now. I showed you what the food looked like. I told you the convenience behind it. But... I also got a deal for you right here. I always do. If you head to factormills.com slash toasted50 and you use that code toasted50, you'll get 50% off. That's again, factormills.com slash toasted50. Use that code toasted50 to get 50% off. Uh, let me spell that out for you. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S.com slash T-O-A-S-T-E-D. And that's the number 50. Use that code, get 50% off. And look at that. You already bought it full price, but I got you. I got you. Uh, you might be getting 50% off, but you're getting full flavor. 100% <laughs> full flavor with America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery. And that is Factor. I want to thank Factor for sponsoring this portion of the show. And I want to thank you out there, all of you out there, for your support. Oh, uh, you know what? Now that we went through all that, you gave me that good segue. I'm going to show Honest Ed right here. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. Uh, honest honest Ed's? Yeah. All right. I'm going to look that up right here. Oh, look at that. used to be a big Toronto institution, but it's no longer there anymore. Oh, it was look a cool looking place. Man, when you blow it up, look at that. Yeah. They passed by Honest Ed's in there? Yep. Honest Texas in the well, show. It might be gone, but thanks to Scott Pilgrim, it lives on. <laughs> the legend lives. <laughs> uh, listen, so I was telling you about how this is uh, this is a, a a wild story right here, as it is with Scott Pilgrim. If you know Scott Pilgrim at all, you know it's uh, goes into some crazy places. I would even dare say the show goes into some crazier places. I would say it goes into some adult places. I didn't know if you were going to bring that up at all. Well, we can. Let me. What, what adult things do you see here? Well, I, for one, uh, the show is rated TVMA. I didn't get that. 
I understood why. Why? They sexualize <laughs> the hell out of these characters. They shove the camera right in their ass multiple times. I was, you think and, so? yeah, and there were parts where like they had their legs wrapped around each other. I was like, people want to see these characters fuck and they're giving it to them, I guess. I thought it was strange. I thought, I, I didn't see that TV mature in there. For one, they, uh, I mean, I didn't see exactly like, there's no bare ass or anything like that, but they, I, I thought that they sexualized him. I wrote it down several times. Yeah, I didn't see it to where it was that big a deal, to be honest with you. Not that I'm trying to disagree with it. I guess mm -hmm. I do, but I'm not trying to say you're wrong. I was wondering, I'm glad you brought it up, though, because I was wondering why the TVMA. Uh, they even censor out the cursing here. Mm -hmm. uh, oh. That yeah. seemed more like a stylistic choice, to be honest, and reminiscent of the movie. No, it did. But the thing is, they, they, they still bleeped it out mm -hmm. and no one's saying it. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. Unless it's just that obvious, and they say it quite a few times, I, I really didn't see the reason for a TV well, MA here. At one point, uh, I won't say what characters, but they go so far as to make these characters kiss, and they do a close up, and you see like a strands of saliva connecting their lips. Like that's that's detail that is pretty sexual. That seems like that's kind of a, a anime thing, because <laughs> I because I just noticed from the first episode a whole lot of snot bubbles. Yeah, and, and I yeah. know, like in this anime or manga, uh, snot girl is a big thing. But yeah, just showing snot bubbles. They, they they just they threw them in a lot. I was like, all right, goddamn it, that's that's a lot of snot, a lot of mucus for these few characters. Hey, that's what they do in anime, though. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe it's because they this is very sexualized. <laughs> I could probably see that. You know, uh, you know, I mean, maybe it's because it just wasn't explicit with me. But I, you know, I, I see what you're saying. There's just some detail in there that felt more adult, I'll say. And okay. it's definitely leaning, like Martin said, towards anime. I mean, it could be, possibly, because the style of the art mm -hmm. is is more, it's, it's somewhat reminiscent of Steven Universe. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So you get a good chance of uh, younger kids tuning into it going like, uh. oh, this looks like it's for me. And it's just a way of going like, well, slow down, mm -hmm. you know, little Mikey. Oh, you know what? And somebody, somebody made a good point here. And this is to your point. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, oh, man, where? This is why I wish this, this hype thing worked better. Uh, Luke the Boss, though. Luke the Boss put in uh, some cheers that, that explained why. He said that uh, there's a scene where you have uh, the vegan guy. Uh, Brandon Roos character. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah so there's a scene where uh, you have uh, Scott's roommate, and then you have uh, Todd Ingram, the the the, the Brandon Ruth character. Uh, they hook up, and they uh, man, they banging the hell out of each other. Yeah. And the van that they fuck nonstop. Oh well, they go to the van. That van is rocking, and the whole time you're, uh, 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 <laughs> and they do it several <laughs> times. Like you want to go over the lines? Yeah. Uh, uh, and so it's like okay. Yeah, I, I can see something like that because they do it a lot. Yeah, and there is there's close ups of butts in there. There there is some of that and a lot of drool. Yeah, now I don't see, think the butts say anything, but wrapping legs around each other and stuff like that. Maybe I don't know. What do I know? You know, I'm a freak. So, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> all this stuff seems normal to me. I don't, I don't know. Like if they ain't tongue and buttholes, I don't yeah, see what the yeah. problem is. I don't, yeah, exactly. And even then, it's like, what's the big deal? <laughs> They ain't eating ass, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I will say that um, again, very deep emotional messages about relationships in this. But I think it does this the whole time while maintaining that fun art style that gave it so much appeal in the first place in the live action show and with the comic. Uh, I, in fact, I think it brings the uh, 
best elements of the comic and the movie all into one. Mm. Uh, if anybody's ever seen the comic <clears throat> out there, this is uh, this style is very faithful to what you yeah, saw in there. Yeah, the designs are exactly like it. I was going to bring up the designs also. I thought that they they look cool, but some of the characters were blending into each other. I Man, thought. that is a complaint of mine. Okay, good. no, it really, it's not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to talk bad about it, but man, there was so many times that these big ass eyes and, these, and these, this big hair, it was all blending. I was like, mm -hmm. I couldn't tell these characters apart. I know. Because there are two characters, sometimes there are two characters that have <laughs> the same design yeah. and one has brown hair and the other has red hair. And, and I was young like- Young Neil, right? Yeah. Young Neil like, and- And, and there was a two Scott. chicks in there. Yeah. And I was like, I can't, for a while, I really just had to like pay attention hard, I listen hard. And I was mm. like, I can't tell who the fuck that is. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I, I see this in cartoons all the time. I'm like, change the hair color, do something. Yeah, I mean, especially when they're moving fast and everything. You know, you know. Thank God one of them was brown because you know I could tell them apart easily. But it was a lot of times when I had a crowd shot. I was like, okay, I don't know who the fuck that is over there. They, they all look the same to me. You know, <laughs> they all look like damn anime kids <laughs> to me. But uh, the style shines through really nicely. I thought that it, like. <clears throat> A little of it comes across bland, like some of the video game eight bit sounds. It did; they weren't as specific feeling as they did in the movie. Yeah, I, I thought. You know what? For me, I still thought it was a, a a fun pop culture visual mix. I mean, you still have definitely you still have the video game themed visuals. You still have the sixteen bit graphic titles and sounds and power ups. The characters, uh, you know, when they kill each other, beat each other. They, they, you know, they you can see them collecting coins like mm -hmm. with Sonic or something. And they'll get specific <clears throat> at a certain times, and they'll have yeah. some deep cuts in there that were pretty fun. Yeah, uh, you know, still mixed with anime influence. Uh, the comic book framing, you know the. The comic books, the sound effects that are that are drawn out, the fonts that are yeah. given there. Uh, but I will say that the animation is so good, man, because they have these scenes in here where they're they're fighting, and the fights are staged as good as any live action fight out there. Uh, and then they have the, these other scenes where uh, Julie and I were talking about this, like like here, man, you know the the scene where uh, uh, Chris Evans' character is, uh, is skateboarding. And you know the background is moving the whole time, and you know the the, the animation of the character is so dynamic. I I really liked it, man. And here's something I want to get your opinion on. Mm -hmm. uh, so I like that they never said anything, but insinuated that this is taking place in the early 2000s. Yeah. You know they 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 still have video stores. Video stores are still a big thing. In fact. They make fun of Netflix or have a Netflix reference in here where, you know, they talk about delivering DVDs. Yeah. People, you know, people deliver DVDs like Amazon delivers packages now. Wallace, quick. What movie should I rent? You're banned from no account video. You owe like a gajillion dollars in late fees. Not the rental place. I'm using the World Wide Web. What should I rent? Hmm. Something starring a hot guy. I think I need the name of a hot guy. Hmm, fine. Um, Lucas Lee, best chest in the business. Hmm, action doctor, let's hope there's a heaven, thrilled to be here. Ooh, the game is over too. It's over a second time, that sounds fun. <laughs> Michael Sarah really does do a great job yeah. the second time around. Uh, also, this is a big reference to, uh, to the movie. But are you waiting for the DVD? It's gonna take a bit. How long could it take? They're just not no. bubble
<laughs> you know, it's a, and they do a big reference in there, like an angel in this trailer right here. I don't know. Was that in the movie? No, that was not in the show. I was like, why aren't you cutting? Like that, <laughs> <laughs> that's a YouTube bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I, I uh, overall, I think it's a, I think it's a, it's, it's a great show. Uh, do have some criticisms. I don't know if you want to, we already went over one and that is the characters kind of looking the same. That's a, something personal for us. I don't think that's going to bother a lot of people. Uh, even with me thinking it's a great show, uh, for some people, I don't think it'll, it'll work. Definitely not going to work for everybody because the show gets that crazy. Uh, and it gets crazy in a way that takes full advantage of telling a story and animation. So I think that that's cool. But I mean, it, 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 <laughs> It depends on how far and far-fetched and absurd you want to get with it. Uh, like, they have this fight in the video store with these characters, and the characters start going into movies mm -hmm. as oh. they're fighting. So, you know, again, it's, it's, it's crazy with what they do here with some of these things, if you're willing to go that way. It's how fantastical you want to get with it, which it's already kind of out there. Uh, unlike the movie, Ramona goes around, she has a portal in her purse uh -huh. that people can just pop out of, and she can just reach in there and pull shit out of. Um, Time travel shows up. By the end of this, it's way off from what the movie was. Mm -hmm. uh, it's on a totally different theme. So this is going in all kind of wild and insane directions. I don't know if that's going to work for everybody. Uh, also, and I'll get let you get to your criticisms, and I want, I want to know how you feel about this. They do this whole thing in the middle where they are making a Scott Pilgrim movie. They're making a movie about where he went. Yeah. Okay. And I thought that that kind of went on too long. Mm -hmm. I thought this could have been maybe seven episodes, maybe six episodes. <laughs> cut that part shorter. Mm -hmm. That's where it kind of meandered for me. But is, is that know. what you wanted to ask me? If I thought that. Yeah. What did you think about that part? I, I thought that it was all right. It. I thought that the shorts or the episodes being as short as they are really worked in its favor for it. But I think that this is really something for people who really love anime because there was mm -hmm. there was stuff that was going over my head. I was like, all right, that's a Jet Set Radio reference, but I don't know what the hell this other stuff mm -hmm. is. Yeah, yeah. And and I think people will be able to appreciate for that. But there's a lot of stuff in here that I could tell was something fans wanted to see. And it, it was tedious for me, for example. Like uh, they have like several, uh, almost every episode has a sequence of Ramona dyeing her hair. And by mm. the third time I was like, all right, cut it out. Like I get it. Like, <laughs> uh, like her showing up with the different colored hair was, was fun for me in the movie. And I didn't like that as much, but uh, I thought that it leaning into like the multiverses and time mm. travel thing. I was like, all right, it's a bit much, but all the voiceover is really cool. Like Weird Al, Will Forte show up. And I thought that they were awesome. I would give it probably just a regular old matinee. Like if you're into it, it deviates from the movie in a nicer way than you might expect. But don't don't expect something revolutionary with this. But it's better than I thought it would be. Would you give it a matinee? I give it a matinee. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'd probably give it a low full price, man. I think it's for something that is a reboot. There's a lot of directions they could have took. I've, I've taken with this, and they I was surprised at how deep they got with it. Um, I, you know, like I said, man, you know, the only thing I would be wary of is like, uh, it's eight episodes and I think it, it, it probably extends as welcome just a little bit too long with some of the, you know, storylines here, like again, the movie making, but where it landed though, and where that's, where that storyline would make in the movie, where that ends up and what they do with that. I thought, all right, everything wrapped itself up really nice, man. Mm -hmm. It was, it was very deep where it went. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and <coughs> there's a lot of subtle messages here that you have to look with these characters, like them talking about Ramona, you know, they like Ramona carries that bag around with the portal because, you know, that's a, 
that's a metaphor for her baggage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it's. I'm really really impressed with what they did here. Uh, combine that with the effort put into the animation and the style that they took, and you know all the. And just all the little create, creative uh, little details and just little little side gags they do with the animation, little visual side gags they do. I thought, man, you know, there's a lot of effort that went into this on all levels. So yeah, it's a it's a low it's a low full price for me. Okay, yeah. And episode one for you, yeah, some bullshit. I uh, know. I think it was some bullshit. I was like, <laughs> it was like kind of like what what Julian was saying, where it's like, well. I appreciate this animation. I'm not that into anime, but uh, they've done a great job. But it just wasn't offering me anything yeah. I hadn't seen already. And and with the movie, I was just like, yeah, I just I liked how it does just an artistry and how he translated, how well he translated what was in, from the comic book. And, and they're doing it. It's more accurate, but it wasn't bringing me anything new. So yeah. that's why it was one where when I was on the first episode where I thought I was going to just continuously watch it, I was like, I'm going to stick this on the back burner because I got other stuff I need to watch. Yeah. But, you know, to hear you guys saying it, I was like, all right, well, then I'll move it up in the queue. I'll come back to it. Maybe not right away, but yeah. I will come back. What do we spoil, by the way? Uh, uh, the uh, ca- cameos. Uh, oh, maybe the cameos, I yeah, guess. I, I, I wouldn't name those. <laughs> okay, I guess. But, I mean, I didn't say their roles. And Weird yeah. Al is just a voice Yeah. yeah. Uh, at one point. Not really a spoiler, but mentioning Brendan Routh's character uh, hooking up with uh with uh with Wallace. Wallace. Uh, yeah, that's not that's not anything too big in the loop right there. Kind of cuz his his character wasn't like that at all in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Ah, well. We ruined it. Yeah, there you go. Don't watch it at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. But uh, it's nice that this really <clears throat> felt like someone it came from a voice that was a little bit different than uh, Edgar Wright's and and it's it still has that like that love of like nerdum and mm-hmm. and video game stuff that made me appreciate it. Like there's there's almost like a weird reference to Death Stranding in there uh where you know someone is delivering packages. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's done like kind of referencing that game which is all about delivering packages. Some yeah, uh Somebody said may- maybe, and they just said maybe, talking about how Scott Pilgrim dies, and I was like, well, that's been in descriptions that I read. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't think yeah. I mean, he does, I guess, die in the first episode. So. It's, it's the first episode, yeah. It's just, I, I don't know. Oh, they said the snot bubbles, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> snot bubbles with a spoiler. Yeah, there you go. Man, it looked like anime. I yeah, didn't yeah, need to know yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we spoiled anything that's gonna make this uh, wow. something that you can't. No, you can't. Oh, honest, Ed was a spoiler. Okay. Damn man, why don't you keep that to yourself? <laughs> Sorry, pretend I didn't bring up Toronto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's in Toronto. Shit. <laughs> no, that's it. God damn it. Yeah, they make a point of doing that. Like they show streetcars, stuff like that. It's nice. Uh, let's see here. And. Uh, I do not know. I do not know why your. Uh, I don't know why your chats are not showing up. I see them on the computer over here. I don't know why I don't. I don't know why I don't see them on my computer over here. Why they're not popping up up here? Not enough bits. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, someone gave ten bits. Ah, uh, so they have to be bigger. Mm-hmm. All right. All right then. Well, somebody said they enjoyed it too. Full price. Uh, yeah, right. I'm definitely not the target demographic for this. When I saw the trailer for this, I was just like, 
yuck. Oh, dang. <laughs> I, 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 was, I did not want this. Uh, honestly, I think that the, the better anime-like show is the one that we talked about, Laserhawk. Yeah. I much enjoyed that, and I think that they're pretty similar in that regard. All right. Yeah, see about that. Waiting for Captain Laserhawk to come back. I uh, wanted to ask you, though, because I think that this is something that people discuss. Do you think that this is anime, this Scott Pilgrim show? Because Netflix calls it anime. Yeah, but that's I, like I a big I mean, point of contention with some. Anime is a style now. Anime is a style where it doesn't have to be from Japan. Mm-hmm. It can just be. It can just have all the elements of anime, all the aesthetic of anime, and uh, yeah, you can call it anime at that point. No, I agree with you. I just wanted people to hear it from you. <laughs> oh, you don't care <laughs> what I have to spoken. say. <laughs> yeah, slam down the gap. Coleman has spoken. No one gives a shit. So. <laughs>